Now, more than ever, parents who try to teach their kids rules about the world are likely to be more wrong than ever. Times are so drastically different now. Life is inherently more complicated, and all of its components seem to be a newer version from those of the past, and quite a distinct one too. Most things our parents try to teach us about are quite different now compared to what they lived with, and the same will happen for us. Young people, that is. We need to step outside of our own experiences to understand this new context and its nuances. Whenever this new context comes and whatever it may be, we must also decipher which pieces of advice are truly timeless, which principles last through time, which ones do not. It is quite a complicated task when you examine it for what it really is. This is a note that I wrote to myself the other day and really wanted to sort of expand on it. And when I think about passing lessons down and thinking through what it means to guide others, especially to guide people we love, people who we created, there's a lot of nuance there. There's a lot to think about. And when you think about it generationally, when you think about how the world was, the amount of change which occurs in periods of time has significantly increased as we have moved through the years of human life. When you look at what has happened with just the development of social media and the digital world over the last 30 years, Young people now who are in their 20s, 30s, their parents grew up without being connected to the rest of the world. They grew up without having something at their fingertips which would allow them to access the other side of the world and so many more people than just the folks in their nearby communities. And... Their parents came from a place where the lives of their parents were likely very similar to the ones which they led. You find a job, you work, you live, you have kids, and you guide your kids through life. And you put food on the table, you go on a trip here and there, you deal with the day-to-day, and in doing so, you get to a point of growing old and then dying and probably at that point you have grandkids or even great-grandkids. And as this process continues over and over, you expect that, oh, this has been fine for me, this has worked for me and it is likely to be very similar for those who come after me. But in reality, how similar it is and how similar it will be for those who come after us is indiscernible how much different the world will be for those who come after us 
and those who we create is almost unimaginable. Just thinking about how much the world changed on a day-to-day basis from 1950 to 1980 versus 1980 to 2010. And even when you look at something like 1990 to now, these past 30 years have been filled with tons of progress in terms of how our day-to-day lives look. And you even look at the evolution over the last 100 years, from 1920 to 2020. In 1920, they thought that a lot was going on, that a lot was changing, a lot was evolving. And it certainly was. We were, as an entire human species, evolving, growing, learning, building, building the biggest buildings we had ever built before, cities, massive groups of people moving into one place, cars, so much was happening at that time. And you fast forward 100 years, and the number of changes in daily life seem so small, so minuscule. Now when you look at what we have in 2020, we have new computers, we have cars that don't even run on gasoline, we have airplanes flying around the world all the time, we have rockets taking liftoff, leaving the atmosphere and then returning and landing on the ground. We have vaccines which are curing diseases all around the world. And we have tension between countries with weapons that are so, so, so frightening if put to use. And then we have the connectedness. Our best friends nowadays can be anywhere in the world. Sure, it's definitely more likely that our best friends are close to us, the people we love are close to us. But those who come after us, and even now, there are plenty of young individuals who are so close with individuals on complete opposite sides of the world. That's me. Plenty of my best friends and the people I am closest to live thousands of miles away from me. And I find that to be incredible and so different from anything that my parents would have ever imagined for themselves and for those who came after them. And I couldn't even imagine what it would have been like for my grandmother to think that her best friends would live on a day-to-day basis thousands of miles away from her. I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine it. And if that scenario would have never come to her head, imagine the scenarios that will never come to our heads about what is to come after us, what the world will look like after us. And... That is something we must keep in <coughs> cough attack. That is something we must keep in mind as we think about what is to come, what life is going to look like, and how we're going to guide other people in their growth.
in what they do. Our parents didn't grow up with technology at their fingertips. And we did. Young people, that is. And in that, the way in which we grew up was totally different. How we saw each other, how we communicated with friends, how we built friendships, how we got through college, how we work, how we live, what we do in our free time. It's totally different. And if that's the case for us, then how much is this going to change in the future? How different will things be for those who we create and those who come after us? The logical assumption is more different than we could ever imagine. The advances that will come, the way the world will look, will seem irrecognizable. That's not a bad thing. And it doesn't mean that we cannot adapt. It doesn't mean that we cannot learn. And it doesn't mean that we cannot learn how to step outside of what we grew up in to become a part of what comes and to understand and empathize with what comes. Parents now have the capacity to create an Instagram account, get on Snapchat, see what it's like for their kids, talk to their kids about these things, learn about their experiences, inquire and listen and be present. And this is something which we will always be able to do, which humans will always have the capacity to do, to grow to understand the experiences of those we care about and to truly empathize with them. And that will require sacrifice, inevitably. We will have to go out of our own ways to do things which we didn't grow up with, to do things which were so unfamiliar to us, to get into things which we would have never anticipated or even imagined. We will have to experience it. We will have to put ourselves in the situations of those who we care most about in order to understand them. And nevertheless, the lessons which we pass down will not be able to be so specific to things. There have to be principles, values, ways of thinking, not things to think, not specifics, but frameworks, ways in which we can guide others, ways in which we can guide people to deal with nuance, to deal with a new consistently and constantly changing environment which is beyond their control. All of us need this. We need this from our parents and we need to learn how to give this and how to be this. So these are my thoughts on passing lessons down. We need to think about the principles which will last through times and the advice that is truly timeless and that which is not. And as I conclude, it is quite a complicated task when you examine it for what it really is. Nevertheless, 
it is not impossible. We can do this. We can learn. We can grow and adapt ourselves to an ever-changing environment. And we can learn how to guide others through situations which we've never experienced ourselves. We are capable and we can do this. Before I finish up here, I want to mention that I am hesitant to go out of my way to say what I think some of these principles are. That is definitely a big piece which I will leave on the table here. I'm hesitant to say what I think some of these timeless lessons are and which principles I think last through time. There are a number which float through my head. But... I want to allow you that opportunity to think through what you think those timeless lessons are, what those principles that last through time are. So take some time to think through it. What are the best lessons I've learned? What are the best timeless pieces of advice that I've received? Take some time, think about it, and if you want to share them, feel free to email me, matt at mattbest.net, as I've said a million times now. Um, I'd really love to hear what the best advice you've received is and pieces of advice which you think are timeless. Thanks for tuning in, as always. If you like the podcast, give it a like, rating on whatever platform you listen to, iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is. It would mean so much to me and I'll be back soon. As always, much, much, much love. Cheers.